What's up, y'all? You are tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Listen Up With Jess Podcast. I am so excited that you pressed play on this new episode. Your girl is back. I have dust off my mic. I have been on a hiatus. And was it planned? Heck no, it was not planned. But listen, that's just how this life be life in, all right? Um, if you follow the podcast, if you're subscribed, then you're going to get surprised because I don't know if I'm even going to uh, like promote this episode. It's kind of just like going to jump, you know, it's just going to be here. But um, Or I might do it. I don't know, depending on how my life is. But I just felt felt impressed to get on here do a check-in. Um, I have gone and through a lot, guys. A lot of great things. I know I usually come with like, oh, Lord, I'm going through it. And even though, child, I'm still going through it. Like, never get it confused because um, he don't be letting up on me. Uh, but I have been blessed to be going through some great things. And so, um, you know, I'm not going to apologize for the hiatus because, listen, it just is what it is. But thanks for being supportive. Uh, the fact is that, like, even though I have not been posting, y'all are still listening up. Um, either you're listening to old episodes or I'm getting new people that are just following, finding my podcast on the platforms that are available. Um, you know, I still check you know, my analytics and you guys are still supporting. So shout out to all the listeners that have subscribed or that have shared an episode. I mean, my last episode was literally in May of this year. I think I dropped it May 27th and it is in my top five uh, most listened podcasts with um, probably about like uh, 500 plus um, downloads. Um, so is which is amazing, amazing. Um, uh, as far as just listens. And so thank you again for the support. I think you guys were really feeling that last episode when I was talking about that, that surviving is, uh, is, uh, thriving. <laughs> yes. Um, and when you're in that season of listen, like sometimes it's just good enough to survive and you're thriving when you can survive whatever obstacle and things that you've gone through. So, um, Man, shout out to y'all and the support. Uh, and I, I didn't realize how much that episode was really like basically about to push me and help p- position me for the next uh, three months um, that was uh, that I had to deal with. Um, you know, I have had a lot of transition. So I... Recently, uh, got a new job, and I started that job in July. Um, I had been praying for a new job. Um, Those that know me know that I'm in HR. I've been in HR for almost, like, eight years. And so, like, I was really ready to, like, get into a more mid-senior role um, of my career and I just been praying hard, right? Um, I'm careful with saying I was manifesting because, like, for me, it's like, eh, I don't manifest. I actually just pray and surrender. Like, 
And when God said, when he, God hears it, he opens that door, he opens that door. Um, but I'm intentionally like praying, intentionally fasting, um, and seeking God in that. And so, um, you know, I was able to get a new job. Yo, I, I got my new job in July and then y'all, your girl is a home owner. Can we just like clap it up? Applause, uh, first time home homeowner, okay, um, out here in Georgia, um, in Marietta, Georgia, and I just honestly still am, I'm in awe <laughs> of uh, that whole process and journey um, that I went through. Um, I'm going to do an episode on it too, because I think this is just like so exciting. And I think, um, a lot of people could even benefit from the journey that I took on, you know, becoming a homeowner, um, you know, and I, I'll tell you like this, it was nothing but God. So that's why I got to just, I'm going to dedicate a whole episode on the journey of becoming a homeowner, you know, and what that looked like, uh, because yeah, it, it, it just was out of this world, like unexpected, honestly did not. I mean, I, I think home ownership honestly didn't come to my mind until February of this year. And then I was able to close on um, my home in August. And um, that's when I moved in at the end of August. So um, I hadn't been, this was not on my goals. Like y'all know when y'all be doing, like we be doing vision boards and stuff like that. I was definitely, the chick was like, I'm waiting on my husband. I'm waiting on my man, you know, before I get a home. And then when God was just like, child, I ain't coming no time soon. You need to keep it moving. I said, okay, heard you. Okay. Um, but all of it, again, was just not even planned. So that's just a whole nother testimony in itself because I really, you couldn't tell me three years ago um, when I first moved out here to Atlanta and Georgia uh, in 2019, you, you wouldn't have been able to tell me I would have owned a home um, in 2022, that this just wasn't even a goal of mine. I didn't care. But when it with the way that rent kept going up, you know, child, listen, that rent kept going up and I was like, okay, mm, the math ain't math. Mm, 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 mm. It's it, it either something got to give. And I was nothing but on faith. Okay, let me tell you something. Because the pockets was not on full at all. I'm going to tell you that right now. Your girl was not, I didn't save no coins. Like, <laughs> I just was not even as prepared. But the the beauty in that whole thing is that while I didn't think I was prepared, um, God is always preparing you even when you feel unprepared. Because he's in the midst of every transaction that happens. So, um, I was just very thankful, um, of that journey. So you got to think I had got a new job in July, new home in August. And then your girl turned the big three. Oh, the big three. Oh, I turned 30 y'all, um, in September. So back, back to back to back on stuff and I celebrated myself for my 30th birthday y'all I really went 
And because that was the one thing I actually did plan. <laughs> I did plan my 30th birthday. I had been planning it because I always knew that I wanted to throw myself um, a celebration of life, um, especially at 30. Um, I think it's such a, like, a big pivotal moment in one's life of just going into that new, uh, you know, new decade of life. Um, my 20s was treacherous, okay? Treacherous, the 20s, the treacherous 20s. That's what it was, just ghetto. Um, and I had went through a lot of ghetto stuff in my 20s. And so I just said, listen, if God allows me to see 30, child, let me just bring it in with just celebration, peace, love, and soul. And that's exactly what I did with my family and friends um, that were able to come and celebrate me. And it was amazing. Um, I think it's important to celebrate yourself. So I don't know who has a birthday coming up. If you have a like um, a big birthday or even if it's a small birthday, celebrate you because we... As you know, we know like our life. This life is not promised, and um, it's just sad as hell here. Like I'm just sorry. Like this world is sad, bro. Like it's depressing, and so whenever you get a moment to really just like celebrate you and celebrate how far God has brought you, like that's that was me. Like man, I done been through so much crap. Okay, within the last. Honestly, the last four years, it was been nonstop. And, and within the last two years, it's been nonstop of grief, you know, for me. I've been grieving so much and still grieve. But even in the midst of my grieving, I can still find some way to celebrate. Um, and that helps heal. And so, um, yeah, I'm encouraging anybody, celebrate yourself, you know, whatever. by And whatever that looks like. For me, it was just like... I know I wanted to be surrounded with my family and friends. I know I wanted to have a good time. I wanted to dance. I wanted to laugh, eat, drink, be merry, like just have um, good energy. And that's exactly what that night consisted of. Um, and so just bringing in 30 with love, with peace, and um, kind of just shifting my mindset uh, was so important um, because it gets really sad sometimes during my birthday. It's a lot of just, um, you know, triggering like trauma and past just um, things that has happened. And there's a lot of sadness um, and grief that happens around that time. So for me, it was just important to say, hey, like, I know everything, you know, child, I ain't even have the coins. Your girl, <laughs> I said, I'm put this thing on credit, but we're going to have a ball. Show did, show did have a ball, and show did got to pay. Everything paid for, expenses paid for. We just had so much fun. Um, and so I was very thankful uh, for that moment for me to take that time. So, you know, all of these things, this is a lot of newness for me. And so in the midst of that, I was just, I've been reflecting, like, God, first of all, you know, I was just like, Lord, um, be careful what you pray for, because you just might get it. Ooh, you just might get it. Be careful what you pray for, because you just might get it. And when you get it, 
You better start asking God to help you sustain, help you to be disciplined, help you to stay in the moment and be thankful that you got it. And when you got it, take care of it, take hold of it, you know? Um, And that's where I'm at right now, where I'm just like, I'm literally in my home, in my office. Your girl upgraded from the closet to an office, y'all, as far as like how I can record and do this, you know, platform. And I'm just like, wow, God, like you're really, really a good, good father. You are the God of provision. And in this season of my life, he has really shown me that um, God's love and grace is all the provision you need. God's love and grace is all the provision you need. See, we think that, oh, provision is comes from, you know, having the security of a job or a paycheck and, you know, having, you know, you know, food, clothes, shelter, and all that. And it those are means, those are resources, but his provision is when he is able to make that. He makes, he graces us with those things. His love allows us to have those things and he provides those things to us. So in that moment, like I just keep looking back and it's like, man, God, this was none of me, but all of your love, all of your grace that equated to the provision of what you, what I have right now, you know? And just to be, just to sit in that, right? You know, um, where everything that I have right now, I did earnestly pray. Like, I wrote these things out. You know, I remember being in my therapist talking about, hey, I need this, this, and this. Uh, and honestly, it's been, it's, it was four main things this year that I wanted. I remember the beginning of the year, and I prayed about it. But I, during that February, I said, all right, if I, God put the house in my heart, I was like, I got to, I got to do, I got to, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I want to see if I can find a house. Like, I I just want to entertain it. The thought came in. I don't know what this is about, but let's see what we can do. I prayed. I asked God for a new job. I was like, God, I'm getting, I'm getting stuck. I'm getting stuck with my career. I'm getting stuck financially. Look, inflation is going up. My salary is not doing what needs to do with the lifestyle that I have right now. Uh, It's crazy. Like, I feel like, I, I, I don't know, I feel like I was, I'm so broke even still because everything just keeps going up, but I ain't broke, it's just, you know, it's just expensive, it's expensive out here in Georgia and these Atlanta streets. So I prayed, I wrote down a new job, you know, new home, I, pray, I wrote down um, celebrating my 30th birthday, and then the fourth one is the funniest one, <laughs> it's not funny, it's just. It is funny. Uh, the fourth one was like, Lord, open up my heart to receive love again, <laughs> to receive love in, um, you know, in in a relationship, um, you know, in, in that space. And and as I was, I've been praying for a healthy, like I wanted a healthy relationship with a significant other, right? Um, and you know, I just say three out of the four ain't bad. Okay. Okay. Um, cause you know, God's still cooking up that fourth one, but he cooking it like it's in the pot or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's in the pot. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, the chefs, they in there, they cooking it up. It's just like not all the way done and served on the plate yet, but it's like in the kitchen. If you get what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, like, you know, that fourth prayer 
prayer requests. Saints, keep on praying. Keep on praying. But it's cooking up. Like, it's in the kitchen. And, he, and, it, and it's definitely, there is a chef cooking it up. <laughs> but we just, you know, it's taking time to bake. Make sure it's well done. If the, you get my drift. So, listen, I said all that to say is that... As I had been praying and I journaled about this, I mean, I cried over this joint. Like I was like in like in intentional prayer and surrender. And then it just all happened at once, child. Your girl was overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> overwhelmed. Like I just didn't think it would happen all at the same time. But when I tell you all at the same time, right on time, God is good. He is his he is favor. And it was not, it had nothing to do with what I did. Like, let me say, I was still living my life, child. Listen, not even, you know, and I used to be like, God, I'm just not even deserving of this. I had so much guilt. Like, well, is he really going to bless me? Because I done went through so much. And, you know, I've caused this pain and hurt and grief on myself. Like, just all of these things. And God was just reminding me, baby, like, my daughter, like, my grace, you can't do anything to earn it or deserve it. The favor of God, like, it has nothing to do with you and your behavior. It has all to do with the sacrifice that I've done for you. And all I need you to do is trust. I need you to surrender. I need you to be transformed, and I need you to go and speak on it. And I'm like, all right, God, I hear you. I have to believe it. I have to receive it because it's already mine. Like, it's already mine. And I think that's the mindset we have to go into, whatever that we are earnestly, we have our heart's desire on, and we've been praying and asking God, you have to come to God with the expectation that it's already mine, but God, I'm trusting that you will do it at the divine appointed time. And I think that's what happens. We get stuck because we're like, God, what is taking so long? Do you not hear my prayers. I need you to move right now. Like, hurry up. <laughs> like, it's just like, we're just like, hurry up. Like, are you not listening? You know? And let me tell you one thing God really loves to do too. He be really, <laughs> I think Loki, he be doing things right at the last minute just to like, sometimes to really show us like, Mm-hmm, gotcha. You. you thought I wasn't going to come through? Boom, bow. Right on time. Like, and right on time for him is just like, right at the nick. Like, right at the cusp. Right at the nick of time where you just like, dang, like, I'm about to throw in the towel. I'm about to give up. Like, what am I about to do? It's all a test. It's all a test. He's trying. He's wanting. He's just, he's just testing us. He's preparing us, our hearts. You know, to see are we really going to stick beside him? And one thing God told me in this, he taught me in this season is like, I'm going to stick beside him. Like, that's my G. I am definitely sticking beside him. Can't nobody tell me different. I don't care what you've gone you through and what all this stuff. Like, the crazy thing is, while I God has been moving, like, I'm not going to sit here and act like, everything went smooth. Like I was still going through a lot of hurt and pain. I was still, I'm still struggling with depression. Like that ain't, I mean, I just got high functioning depression, but I still be having that stuff. You know, I'm still in my therapist, you know, um, 
with my therapist crying and, and trying to work all of this stuff out. And, and, you know, yet God was still moving. And I think we think because, you know, I don't want anybody ever getting the picture painted like, oh, okay, God bless Jess with all this, you know, her life is all good. No, like I'm still going through it. I'm still having to, you know, um, surrender so many things day in and day out, cry out, you know, to God on so many things privately and publicly on things where I, you just don't know. And, and, but yet God is still his, like I said, his love and his grace is the provision that allows me to keep going. And then you just see, you see the, um, basically you just see the, the after effect of what it is. Like you see it, the, the results of it or whatever, I guess I'm trying to think of like with, when it comes to um, his love and provision is that he's providing in ways that I did pray and specifically ask God to move and do. Um, but I'm still having to struggle. I'm still having to deal with hard times. I'm still having to deal with, you know, loss sickness in my family, sickness in my body. There's just so many things <laughs> that your girl still has to, you know, deal with. And, um, yet here I am, like, you know, God is still making a way. Um, and so I'm just, I want to encourage somebody. I think there's, I know a lot of people personally that are, are looking for, you know, just new opportunities, you know, that are looking uh, for God to open some doors and it can be frustrating because you feel like you've been on either, you know, if you're job hunting or if you're, you know, have been looking for that school, um, that you're wanting to get into, you've been applying and you're just not getting as much attraction and movement. Uh, I encourage you to hold on to God's unchanging right hand. Like just hold on. Like, he won't leave you. He won't forsake you. You know, he will provide at the appointed time, and he will open that door. All of the closed doors, thank him for. I, I mean, I, I've thanked him for the closed doors because a lot of those doors were not what I needed in that season. Um, so whatever that you're seeking and asking God for, Make sure that you are just preparing your heart that it's going to happen. It will happen. You don't know when, but it will. And the beauty in it, I think for me, it was that I was very mindful of not giving God a timeline. Like not saying, God, you have until here to do this, right? Not saying there's anything wrong with that, because sometimes we, listen, it's on crunch time, right? But I also was just very open, I think, to the fact that God, even if it doesn't happen exact at the exact time that I wanted, I desired, God, I just want it to happen. And I'm willing and available to wait it out for it to happen. 
right? Now, he knew. Like, I was still very specific in my prayers, but I wasn't holding to it like it's an all or nothing. I ain't got that much, you know, gall to be like, God, it's an ultimatum. It's either all or nothing at this time. Like, no, I think I was, I know I was very mindful because I was just leaving it all up to him. Like, God, but you, you, you end up making a way anyway. So there were specific timelines when it came to like, I remember stressing out. Like I I had so many days in my apartment and then when it was time to close and then I was like, oh Lord, please don't let nothing happen when I'm about to close. Guess what happened, y'all? Guess what freaking happened? And I'm going to take a sip of my water because I'm really thirsty. Guess what happened, y'all? Two weeks before I closed, guess whose car broke down? Yeah, your girl. My baby, my my Hyundai Sonata that I had been rocking with since 2017. Yeah, she decided, oh, I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out on her. After you've been holding it down for almost five years, you decided to head out right before two weeks I closed. When I tell you, I said, oh, God, you're funny. Like, you're a funny man. Like, you like to play. (laughs) Like, it's funny to you. (laughs) You really like me to be out here dead stressing, like stressing heavy. Um, And I almost really gave up because I was like, Ain't no way. I had no car. Like, your girls. And it's not like, oh, I just had a little thingy. Like, you know, I had to go into shop. My baby was dead. She said, I'm going to head out for life. My whole, like, engine said, bye-bye. While you want to close, we're going we gonna to head out. So I didn't have a car. I didn't have a car for, like, almost a month as I moved into my new home. So the story that was painted in my head was just more like, oh my God, like you need to stop what you're doing. Like you don't even need to close. You don't have a house. You don't have a car. How you closing? How you going to get to work? Like these are all the things like I'm telling you. And throughout that time, it was at the first two weeks. I'm not going to lie. Your girl was stressed. By week three, I said, okay, baby girl, it ain't coming back. So you got to go. You got you to make something shake, you know? And then by week four, I said, Okay, guys, so you want me to just get a new car. You want everything to be brand new. So you telling me new job, new house, new new whip, new everything before before my 30th birthday. That's what you're trying to tell me. Did I want to do that? No. I don't even like I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a Virgo. I don't like that much change. Like, I really don't. Like, I like what I like, what's working for me, you know, um... I could care less about all that new stuff. Uh, and I'm not uh, I'm not a material girl. So I also don't just, I'm cheap. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm cheap. <laughs> you know, I be looking like I'm that girl on IG, but your girl is a cheap, that girl. Like, I'm that girl, but I'm cheap. So I was really upset that I had to get a new car. Um, and I was just, like, really trying to accept you know, that God was like, okay, trust me. And I'm like, I'm trusting you, but my bank account ain't ready for this. Yo, like I have a mortgage. Like, yo, like I'm like every, that during this time in my life, like I'm really just like, I don't like the, but the budget is just, 
and the the, the 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 monthly income is to wait a minute. Like, come on, what's going on? And he's like, I didn't bring you this far to just leave you. I didn't bring you this far to like have your house foreclosed, to have your car repossessed. You know, like you're gonna be good. You're gonna be taken care of. You just gotta trust me. And even if everything was taken away, I still have God. I still have his provision because I have his grace and I have his love. And I think that was just like my heart's posture is like, I ain't married to none of this stuff. Like, because the way this world is working and, you know, the way that we are not promised another day, like... I never want to live to where I feel like I have to live to um, to like be a slave to the provision, like being basically being a slave to the things of this world, of the my responsibilities, right? Being a slave to like. Oh, I gotta make enough money for the house. Gotta make enough money for the car. Gotta make enough money for the bills. Gotta make a, you know, and I'm like. I'm being a slave to that where versus I'm always like doing, doing, doing. And like God has literally transitioned me into the season of just, I just need you to be. I just need you to be with me. I need you to know that everything that you ever needed, everything that you ever um, desired and wanted, I can be that provider for you. I can be the resource because I am the source. It doesn't come for anyone else. It doesn't come from your job. It doesn't come from, you know, the security of your, um, you know, your bank account and all the M's and commas and all that stuff and how much you grind. It all comes from the source, and that's me. And my love and my provision is what's going to sustain you. That's what's going to keep you going. That's what's going to root you. That's what will then eventually manifest into the things that you have been asking and praying for because you stuck to the source. You stood by me. You you pressed into me. You allowed me, you allowed me, your God, to be that, that whole provider, you know? And so that I'm so thankful that, like, I'm in this season of feeling like I don't have to keep doing, doing, but I can just be, I can just trust that even if I take a day off, even if I just don't grind one day because God's grace and love is my provision, I don't have to be in the field and working as a slave to the master, to the masters of, you know, the job of the, the banks of, you know, the bills, (laughs) like I don't serve them. I serve the God that gives me the provision to be able to afford these things. So if I stay connected to him, if I listen to him, if I am honestly, if I'm like connected to him and his worker first, everything else flows, you know? Um, And so I think God is definitely pushing me into my soft season. Um, And I'm so thankful because I I don't want to feel like I have to be so hard, hard working and hard grinding and all of that. Like I've done it for years, years. And at this point, I'm like, all right, God, well, 
you're going to make it do what it do, you know? Um, and you're going to give me everything I need if I just continue to trust you. Um, maybe not everything that I want, but everything that I need, his love and grace is going to be that provision for me. And so whatever capacity that looks like. So, you know, I just encourage anyone who is, like I said, in that season of asking God specifically, like, for him to really move and to make moves for you. Like, sometimes we truly have to just be still, take our hands off of it, like, Stop obsessing over the need and the desire and learning how to just rest that it will come to pass. That though you don't know all details, he is the God of details. So even when we don't even, there's times we don't even say all the details. He already knows it. He knows exactly the time, the place, the location, the divine intersection, everything that needs to happen for him to open that door, for him to make that move. Um, so don't be married to the plan. Don't be married to the want and the desire be married to the fact that his love and his provision, his love and his grace is your, your provision and that it will truly then manifest into something if you could just rest and trust and believe in him and take your hands off of it. Allow him to do what he does. As soon as he can see that you've like stopped obsessing over that thing and stopped like trying to like overwork and overgrind and you are just allowing yourself grace, you're allowing yourself um rest in him, that's when he was like, all right, I can trust. I trust that she's ready. I trust that he's ready because they're, he, they're learning to trust me first versus what they're praying for. That's, that's, deep. that's it. Like that, that is it. You have to trust him way more than what you're, what you're praying for. Like that's the test. And he sees it. And he wants to honor, he wants, he wants to honor you, but you have to honor him first in that capacity. Um, so that was just, you know, a little encouragement for someone. I went through it. I can speak on it because I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm a living witness. But I was literally like, this had been a prayer for a while a while and and inconsistent and, and as soon as I was just like you know what God I just can't even I can't even keep trying to put all the pieces together I just need you to do what you do and as soon as I said literally like said that prayer and was just like I'm taking my hands off of it it just started it, everything just started opening the floodgates started opening. The floodgates flood of blessings, of provision 
just started flowing. And it's just a representation of his love and grace. So um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. I pray that you share this episode to whomever that you think may be encouraged or may need to, um, you know, get some, a different perspective 